0: What's up, skeptics? Welcome to another episode of Reason to Doubt, your source for all things skeptical. I am Jordan. I'm flying solo today, and today's episode is going to be a bit different from normal. See, in our previous episode, the one about UAPs, I briefly mentioned that Battleship, the 2012 cinematic masterpiece from director Peter Berg, a.k.a. knockoff Michael Bay, and writers John and Eric Hober, was one of my favorite movies. Yes, I'm talking about that Battleship, the one with Rihanna in it. Now, I know that this is a hot take, And I didn't want to take up precious episode time ranting on a completely unrelated topic. Unless the audience wanted me to. So, you all have David of Oakland2363 to thank for this extended rant on the merits of a movie that, at time of filming, has a 33% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, if you just read the description on the website, it's obvious why this got panned. The description reads, Unknown to Alex, Stone, and the rest of the U.S. Navy, alien invaders have arrived on Earth with plans to steal Earth's resources. With a confrontation, uh, When a confrontation with invaders knocks out the Navy's radar capability, American and Japanese forces must work together to find a way to save the planet. The problem with this description is that it is flatly wrong. See, while the movie definitely has more than its fair share of cheesy writing and bad acting and unnecessary explosions, it also has a genius subtext that has somehow escaped the notice of everyone else on the planet. So if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it or read a synopsis or whatever. Be ready. Spoilers are coming. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the movie bit by bit and point out to you everything you thought you saw that was a lie, and then i will tell you at the end what was actually happening the whole time, okay? So, the movie kicks off with humans discovering a habitable planet, creatively called Planet G. Planet G. The humans build an advanced communications facility in Hawaii to send Planet G some sort of message. Planet G. We're never told what. It probably involves some naked dude with forearms. Anyway, you fast forward seven years, and the US Navy is in a joint exercise in the Pacific. Hilarity ensues, but more importantly, the aliens from planet G are approaching Earth. They have five ships, but as they're about to land, something goes wrong. See, one of the ships hits a satellite on approach, and it causes catastrophic damage to the ship and the others. And we learn later that the ship that was damaged is the communications ship. Now, this is a bit of conjecture on my part, but I think that this ship is also the command vessel of the expedition. Now, think about it. If there are diplomats, politicians, military leaders, etc., where are they going to be? They're going to be on the ship, equipped not only to coordinate the other ships in their little flotilla, but also be able to talk back home, right? So, so this communications, and I think command ship, is the one that gets damaged, and it crashes in Hong Kong. The humans characterized this as an attack, but we, the audience, know was nothing more than a tragic accident. So the surviving alien ships, the other four, they touched down in the Pacific right next to the massive warships that were doing that uh, naval exercise. Now, this is where Wikipedia would have you believe that the aliens jammed communications then immediately opened fire. But Wikipedia is lying to you. See, the alien ships at this point do not open fire. What the ships do is, is absolutely nothing, and they continue to do nothing until human warships approach them. It is at that point that aliens respond, and they respond by putting up a shield. They put up a shield, they emerge from the water, and then they blast a non-lethal burst of sound. A show of force, if you will. Now, naturally, the humans respond by shooting a cannon at the aliens. The humans say it's a warning shot, but it gets pretty darn close to hitting them. Aliens respond to this warning shot by firing a small volley. It's only three rounds, and they shoot it only at the offending ship, and they explicitly target the weapon that is used against them. When they're when your aliens do stuff, you can kind of, like, see from their point of view, and you can tell what they were trying to hit. Okay? Now, we know that this is a restrained response, because... Another warship right after this goes full bore on the attack, full send, shooting everything. At that point, that ship is just utterly destroyed. It's just completely carpeted with explosions and and blown out of the water. And you might be thinking, see, the aliens killed everybody. But that's not what you're seeing. What you're actually witnessing is a classic escalation of force. It's a method used by professional armies all across the world to disarm a situation and dissuade further aggression. The aliens only ever attack someone who attacks them first, and they respond with proportional force only after doing it. They, they show force, they try non-lethal methods, they shoot a small proportional attack just to disable the, the attacker, and then and only then they attack with lethal force. And the instant a ship stops acting aggressively, it is not harmed. Okay? You can see this again when aliens board the ship. So The humans on one of the warships, they capture an alien. They, like, take off his helmet and stuff. The aliens send a squad to rescue their captured uh, friend. Now, do the aliens go in and mow everybody down? No, they breach the room, which stuns the locals. So the aliens retrieve their friend and leave without hurting anyone. Another alien, at the same time or very shortly after, is sent to disable the warship, right? To to knock it out of commission. Does he throw a bomb? or plant some kind of explosive or something. I mean, these are aliens who can travel across across the stars, right, they probably know what bombs are, but no, he doesn't do that. What he does is he carefully looks over the engine room, identifies a critical po- component, and proceeds to carefully try to render it inoperable. And he does this while there's a human in there, he approaches the human, sees he's not a threat, and moves around him to do his thing, right? <laughs> While the aliens trying to do this he is repeatedly attacked by the humans first the guy tries to tackle him and like fist fight him then he grabs like a sledgehammer and then some other guys show up with guns and at every single point the alien brushes off the attack, tries to disarm the human. When he's shot at, he, he doesn't kill the person. He takes the gun away. Right? It, he does this, he shows such restraint from all of these people trying to kill him. Eventually he is forced to defend himself and when he does, he gets blown away by a cannon. Okay. So that's what's happening on the fleet. Meanwhile, In Hawaii, the aliens launch a ground attack. They shoot these, like, big, spinning, glowing things, right? So, okay, now the aliens are attacking humans, right? But what the aliens are trying to get to is that communications array, the one that sent the message to Planet G. Well, they need a way to talk to Planet G. Planet G. So they're going to use the stuff the humans have, right? So when they go get this thing, they go out of their way to avoid causing unnecessary harm. They attack infrastructure that leads to the communications array, and helicopters and military hardware that are actively being spun up to attack them, and that could prevent them from taking the communications array. Now, there is some collateral damage, but it's clear the aliens aren't going out of their way to kill people. At one point, this like spinning ball of death lands on a baseball field during a Little League game and it hits the brakes so it won't kill a kid. It stops in front of him, it assesses the kid, sees he's not a threat, then moves around him to avoid hurting him and goes on about its mission. If this was just like a human race trying to annihilate, or an alien race trying to annihilate all humans, this is not what they would do, okay? So the movie goes on and on like this. The humans just keep throwing themselves, keep attacking, until eventually the aliens are like driven from the planet. Hooray! And we're told that all of this prevented the aliens from contacting their homeworld, and the implied uh, result of that is that there won't be a full-scale invasion because of this. But like that makes no sense, right? It's not like the aliens are going to forget they sent this this band of ships to Earth or something. If they wanted to invade, like how does that even work, right? The aliens, and again, if the aliens were trying to annihilate the humans, maybe they would have, I don't know, killed some humans along the way, right? So, here is what actually happened. That is what you saw with some subtext. Here's the real story. An advanced alien species receives a message from Earth, so they send a delegation to make contact. Unfortunately, just as they're about to land, like right before they're about to land, the command ship is destroyed. Right at the last second. And the light military escort, if it's even military at all. I mean, do you really think that these ships are the best that an interstellar species bent on conquest could put together? These guys are barely armed. I don't think a single alien had a firearm or anything like that, anything more dangerous than a knife the whole time. So it's questionable if these are even military at all. But whatever, this light military escort hits the ground. They lack command and control, and they need time to figure out what's going on, so they put up a defensive perimeter. Someone among the aliens has the idea. Hey, we need to talk to home. The humans have this thing that we could use to talk to home. They can't communicate with the locals, but these our aliens are trying to do their best to salvage a bad situation. Meanwhile, the savage apes that run this planet are literally suicidally throwing themselves at the aliens, time after time. There are a bunch of human casualties, you see. Virtually all of them are due to humans acting aggressively. At no point do the aliens act as if they want to kill humans. Precisely the opposite. They go out of their way to avoid killing humans. They try to de-escalate the situation every single chance they get. The moment a human stops acting aggressively, the aliens stop attacking them every single time. Yet the humans never once slow down and question, hey, you know what? These aliens aren't really actually trying that hard to kill everyone. Maybe we should stop shooting for 10 seconds and see what they want. But no, instead the humans are absolutely relentless and their desire to get them and everyone around them killed. Eventually the humans decide, you know what, F this planet, we're out. So here it is. This is the point that everyone misses and it's what makes this movie great. The movie seems to be a feel-good movie about a band of scruffy Navy personnel who saved the planet and learn that the real explosion was the friends they made along the way, right? But in fact, that is not what happened, because this story is being told from the villain's perspective. The villains are unreliable narrators who paint themselves in a positive light despite their breathtaking levels of xenophobic aggression. Those villains are us. We, the humans, are the bad guys. Once you see it, You will never be able to unsee it. Go watch this movie again. Go watch it right now, and it will be like a whole new movie. Now, I don't know what happened through the rewrites or whatever. Maybe the writers wanted to make this biting social commentary, but they were forced to make this Michael Bay knockoff, so they hid this genius plot on the surface. I don't know. I have scoured the Internet, and I cannot find anyone else who understands the story being presented here. The only person I have ever met who can see this very obvious thing was my wife. And she came to the conclusion before I told her she is, you know, I didn't warn her. She got to the conclusion on her own. So to John and Eric Hober, the writers, if you're watching this, I just want you to know that I know everyone else missed it. Everyone else trashed it, but don't worry. I saw it. There is someone out there who appreciates what you were trying to do. And I just want to tell you to Bravo. And if, somehow by some miracle you end up seeing this please please reach out to me because i desperately want to know if i'm right (laughs) so uh thanks for watching everybody that is my rant on why battleship is one of my favorite movies i hope you're happy david of oakland 2363 uh don't worry we are not turning into like a movie review channel or anything this is just uh i thought apparently one person wanted to hear it and i will talk about this at at basically no provocation whenever anyone brings it up so uh we'll be back on Thursdays like usual with our regular sort of content make sure you subscribe hit the bell so you'll be told what happens if you know john and eric hober let them know or put in the contents how i can get in touch with them uh anyway do that and remember until next time you've always got reason to doubt